Recorded during the plague year of 2020, this is the Andromeda Minute, a show where every episode we go over one minute of the all-too-timely 1971 Robert Wise feature, uh, The Andromeda Strain, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I get to be a guest today. I'm Chris Henry from the EAA Aviation Museum. And from the Apollo 13 Minute. Chris, we're back back together again. Hooray. I know. this. You know, I had to almost, like, catch myself saying like apollo 13 minute or <laughs> it's like wow and even though this is the same setup i, I feel like i've just gotten into somebody else's car like <laughs> like god this is so it's such a strange feeling <laughs> yeah yeah trying to find the wiper blades and all yeah, exactly. that one exactly. yeah no same same old same old we're just talking about a different different project um and uh, and this was you know it's funny the funny thing is this was filmed during the Apollo 13 mission, this is when, when oh, they were no filming in, in April of uh, 1970. They they'd started an initial uh, uh, initial work on it, so uh, this is very timely for us. On, wow, on that. that is really really wild. Wow, I knew and, they were the same year, but I didn't realize it was right at the same time. Yeah, it it wasn't released until almost a year later. It came out in uh, it came at the end of March of 71, but they filmed it through most of the year of of 1970. Oh wow! And uh, it's uh, it's a di- very different film than what we were we're used to, to talking about. I mean, the the pace is kind of uh, glacial is the only way to d- yeah. describe it. <laughs> it is. It uh, uh, the, the the only thing I can think of is uh, uh, I can't remember what movie it is right off the top of my head, uh, but a friend of mine used to say that that movie takes you to the event in real time. <laughs> and uh and he's like oh my god it takes forever you know and uh, <laughs> yeah like... yeah i mean it, it's when you watch this it explains a lot more about um uh you know when you watch star trek the motion picture it's the same director robert wise so it's like they just this is real if you like rivet counting this <laughs> that's the <laughs> movie for you wait um, it also is a bit it this i don't know it, it feels like this is a bit more when movies were slower, but when there was finally the big revelation or action, it made it that much more enjoyable. Where it was like I've been waiting for this moment, you know, for this to finally happen. You know, uh, yeah. A movie that I, I I compare that to is there's an old aviation movie called No Highway in the Sky with Jimmy Stewart. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. And he's this engineer, and the whole time he's talking about, you know, this aircraft has a design flaw and it's going to fail, and it never does. And then finally, at the very end of the movie, where he's at the end of thinking he's gone nuts, the aircraft fails, and and it actually goes beyond where he thought it was going to fail, but it eventually does fail, and you're sort of like, oh my god, the payoff finally it was he was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like um, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've seen. Uh, speaking of aviation movies, the uh, the movie Fate is the Hunter. Oh yes, yeah. and uh, and that movie, you know, it, it's like you finally you, you go through this whole movie of a whole bunch of other stuff that doesn't even matter, and it's it's not until like the last five minutes that you finally find out that it was a a spilled cup of coffee. That oh, I'm, I'm ruining it. People haven't seen it, <laughs> but yeah, it's just one little thing that happens uh, that 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 wrecked the wrecked the aircraft, and uh, it this is this is that way here. I mean, they they keep through this movie, they keep telegraphing what's going to happen at the end, but you get. A lot of in between stuff. It, it's very much. I mean, this is like techno porn. You just kind of. Uh, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Here's some more <laughs> robot arms. Here's some more things. Here's what we can do with that, and uh, and all this, you know, like nice tech talk. I mean, this sounds very, very NASA-y the way they're you know using all these abbreviations and things. But uh, but not. I mean, this is this this entire minute consists of a guy putting a dead monkey and a dead mouse in an elevator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The strangest minute I'll ever be involved with. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I'll find some more for you. Don't yeah. worry. 
Um, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the original script to the Andromeda uh, strain. And this is scene 296, and I finally found out what SL. They said, you know, uh, uh, he was talking with uh, with Ruth Lovett about, you know, you, you open the the SL. The SL stands for sterilization lock in the oh, hot room. And uh, it, the the direct the instructions in the script are two doors in the wall slide open with a hiss, revealing a sophisticated dumbwaiter device, which is part of the sterile conveyor system SCS. The mechanical hands pull out two lucite boxes, set the cages containing the dead animals in them. So originally they were going to like lift up a dead monkey and a dead mouse and put them in a box. But so, you know, just leave them in the cage. It's, <laughs> you yeah, can't make yeah. you can't make this minute any slower than it already is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, um, and and they do get in the weeds. They're talking about adjusting the SY system. Yeah, and... yeah. You're hearing like overhead overhead uh, announcements about all these different <laughs> different yeah. things going on. It's uh, it's kind of like working at you know a Sears Automotive or something, and they're telling you that you know the, the muffler's ready in bay three, and yeah. But uh, I find myself equally as confused in a Sears as well. So <laughs> <laughs> I oh. I really feel for the actors because the only one that has anything to do is Arthur Hill. He's sitting there, you know, t- turning the knobs and things, and um, uh, I, he's not actually he's not actually running the crane. He's just making it look like he's yeah. he's running the crane. But there's just so much that the rest of them are like, look intently at the dead monkey. Yeah. Um, I would love to see the cast notes for that. Of like, you know, yeah. the direction notes of like, look intently at dead animals. Like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> uh, but uh, they, they are doing a, it's, I, it, it, this scene in itself, it does, you know, it conveys a lot of stuff about the, uh, um, you know, the technology of the time. And this was, this is right after the moon landing and stuff. So everybody was fascinated by all the mechanics of, of stuff, but uh, you couldn't get away, you couldn't get away with a scene like this nowadays. I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, get on with the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something about older movies that they seem to get more into the weeds, and there's not a lot of explanation. You know, a good example of that is go back and watch, um, you know, go back and watch something like Twelve O'clock High, and great movie i mean regarded oh, as yeah. one of the best aviation films out there um they don't spend a lot of time dumbing down stuff for you uh they get really in the weeds about wind drift and bomb sites and stuff like that and there's never this sort of hey guys here's what we're talking about it's just sort of well of course you know what we're talking about and off we go and uh there's something to be said for that there's something to be said for getting down in the weeds and and, and getting into details like that that I really enjoy, and uh, be it whether they're real or made up or you know something, but it, it makes all, everything more believable, um, and it makes you feel like not like an outsider. You're sort of like, yeah, I, I belong in this room. I, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I mean, it's it's like you're more like a fly on the wall, and you get yeah. to, you know, I'm just gonna watch over your shoulder and and see what see what you're doing. And it might not be the most interesting thing in the world, but maybe you'll catch something that's happening. Um, yeah. I feel that way. I mean, I, I like a lot of modern movies, but I was just, when you're talking about that, I was thinking about the recent movie uh, at the time we were recording is Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed Dunkirk. It was a great, you know, it was a great film, an interesting way of telling the story. But it, it felt like they were throwing so much action up on the screen. I couldn't follow what was happening. It's it almost, I, I guess that was what the intent of the director was to show that, you know, there's mayhem during a battle and things, 
but it was difficult to like scan everything at once and say what's you know what's happening what plane are we in where's you know where's yeah. the action what are we doing and uh i know that modern audiences demand more activity on the screen but it's it's nice to have like a little bit of a breather somewhere in between that and this the robert wise method I think, would, <laughs> would work which is the anti-climax of uh uh here we are we're gonna look at a dead monkey and a dead uh yeah <laughs> a rat going yeah. down the elevator <laughs> yeah this, this movie probably isn't a good one to watch uh you know a minute at a time because it's like <laughs> oh my gosh what's happening now yeah. um i just uh uh, yes, you know, so, but I think it gives you more time to just look at the uh, this particular minute. You get a lot of view of um, the the money the money that they spent that really goes up on the screen here is just building that giant stainless steel room, which uh, which I want now. I mean, I wish I wish I had this when my kids were little because you could just like you know you feed <laughs> feed them dinner and then hose the place down. It's exactly, just, it's like, easy to clean and sterilize. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know, you just get a, a, some of that bartender's friend thing. You know, just go yes, mop, yeah. mop the walls down. This is what life looks like in the apocalypse here that we're living in. Yeah, you know, Jim, we're looking at this room like, man, it sure would be easy to sterilize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even have to wear a mask. You just stay on the other side of the <laughs> yeah. hot room wall. And yeah, if people could send you food through the dumb elevator. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, that'd be great, you know. Yeah, it's just, just put, it put in the, the Kentucky elevator. Fried Chicken in the yeah. elevator. <laughs> right there, yeah. Press the SL button. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's yeah, it's um it's something. The uh uh the only note that I have is that that's not a real that's not a real dead monkey. It's just a uh it's a, it's a rubber a rubber latex prop. So oh, they swap okay. they swapped out monkeys. You're not seeing a sleeping monkey. Oh, okay. um, I don't have any information on the mouse though. It might be a dead mouse, uh, just a rat, the the, the Norway the, rat. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it's good. I oh gosh, I keep thinking I want one. I, I I'm trying to decide <laughs> if I want one of those cranes or not in my house. I don't know what I I use it for, but it'll be great to you know like pour your cornflakes in the morning. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah for sure. Ah, uh, it's um, and. I I've been trying to I've been trying to track down where some of these props are. I know some of them must have gone somewhere, but I would love to own that Scoop Seven thing. I don't know where I'd put it. Maybe put a what you do is put a glass uh, top on it. You could turn it into like a coffee table. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a nice looking. It would even be nice as a museum piece, just having it saying this was in the movie The Andromeda Strain, and then use that as an exhibit to talk about um, uh, you know fav- favorite movie satellites and things. Yeah, I wonder if that does. Uh, I wonder if any of that's still around. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I've. Uh, I had a, our, our good friend Jennifer Lavassier on it, okay. and uh, she she enjoyed some of the uh, spacecraft stuff, but I didn't give her a good spacecraft minute. So I may have to have to get her back on when when <laughs> we do future spacecraft things and ask her what she thought about. I mean, they have. She has the Corona, uh, unfortunately named Corona satellite, which was oh America, no. America's first uh, spy satellite. Oh wow. And uh, it's about the same size as that Scoop Seven. I've seen it. I've, they have it in a kind of a glass case. But uh, yeah, it would be interesting to see some of the some of these movie props in in museums. Do you have yeah. any uh, in your museum, the EAA museum? Do you have any movie props from any anywhere? Boy, that's a good uh, good question. Uh, in our museum, um, we have it's not really a movie prop. We have a a Millennium Falcon. Uh, that was given to us by the folks when they made Star Wars, the original ones, um, because um, some our P-51 was used in the dubbing of the movie. Ah, uh, wow! In the sound effects. Um, so as a as a as a 
thank you that gave us a model of the Millennium Falcon. And really small on the back of the Millennium Falcon, really tiny, you have to look. They put an I Love EAA bumper sticker on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, But I don't know if that, and Hal would probably know the best if that's a screen used replica or not. I don't know. Um, gosh, that's, I'm trying to think of anything else we might have. We have a couple of airplanes that were screen used. Oh, okay. Um, you know, our Stearman was in Magnum PI and a few other movies. And uh, wow, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's so. a that's a that's a prop in itself. Then, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Wow, uh, yeah, I wonder who wound up with the helicopter. Somebody must. Well, it might be. It might still be in use. Who knows? So, yeah, I, I know uh, they they are flying the helicopter out in Hawaii. You can go out and ride in the Magnum helicopter. Oh, uh, now I want to do that really bad. <laughs> Yeah, I know yeah, the you o- too. The only uh, the only props I've seen online for Andromeda Strain uh, are well, they're they're replicas. They're not somebody somebody must have the originals, but it would be hard to uh, trace the provenance. But the uh, uh, the little metal uh, the the keys the the, uh, the key that Doctor Hall is wearing around his neck that you can get one you can get a red one you can get a uh, a silver one. There are, people are making them all over the place. I guess if you have a three D if you have a three D printer, you can just you know crank these things out, uh, but it's uh that's cool <laughs> i i have to tell i have to tell my, my kids always want to get me like props and things like please don't get me any drama to stuff I, I have a house full of <laughs> cho- i have a house full of tchotchkes and i am you spend half your life collecting things and the other half trying to say where am i going to put this yeah i know so. <laughs> i have uh one of my proudest props that i think i have from a film <laughs> is i have a piece of the floor from the swamp from mash oh wow um and that was actually done right after mash ended they made these and they were really limited so i mean you know i I was able to track one down eventually and uh and got it so i have a a postage size stamp of the floor of the swamp wow uh i have a uh i have a very tiny about the same postage size stamp of uh the original hollywood sign oh wow it's from the second o when they, they the hollywood sign was falling apart and they were selling pieces of the hollywood sign and I have it's just very, oh, that's it's a, awesome. It's a very tiny piece, but it's like yeah, there's my little bit of piece of Hollywood. Heck yeah, that's that's really um, fantastic. So it's it's fun. It's uh, I do have my other my other problem moment is I have a hubcap from a General Lee. <laughs> oh wow! And um, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> is it signed? Did you get it? It is. John Schneider actually signed it for me. Oh yeah. cool. Okay. So yeah, yeah. He was, uh, so what it was was uh, this is way off the rails, but uh, um. When they would buy chargers and make them General Lees, yeah, and they were pulling the hubcaps and stuff off of the cars when they got them to put the right rims on them. Oh, sure. And this is one of the hubcaps they pulled off. He signed it, and and they had a whole <laughs> pile of hubcaps and stuff they were pulling off these cars. So wow, uh, wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah, I, I my pro I, I whenever I go on things like heritage auctions and stuff, there's just Ooh. so many things available now that the you know the internet is everywhere. You can find people that are that are just selling things, and some of them can be had for a song. So it's I, yeah, some of them are you know. Now I did see that the helmet from Maverick and Top Gun went for like a lot of money though. Yeah, um, yeah, rightly so. But uh, that that that's that was a dream thing of mine. I was like, boy, I'd love to own that. I'd wear it to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, most most of my stuff I collect are in poster forms because either you can put it on the wall where it's nice and flat or you can just roll it up in a tube and it's going to take up a lot of space yeah. <laughs> um when when hal and i were doing the rocketeer minute people were sending me all kinds of um souvenir items like the uh the um, pizza hut had a bunch of uh cups and things and i i appreciate i appreciate people sending me things but i was thinking 
I was wondering if they or their wives were saying, here, why don't you send it to that guy? He might appreciate this. Get it out of our house. Um, but I, I do, I do, it, it was nice getting some things from the fans of th things I never, I never knew that they were, they were out there. There's like, you know, old cassette tapes and storybooks that were made for the Rocketeer, but it's, uh, it's really unusual. Um, and with Apollo 13, I have stuff from, from that era, so I don't think I need anything from the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, do you have any do you have any movie posters at home? I don't know if you if you collect any movie posters. Um, I do have a few. Um, I'm trying to think. A lot of um, so one of my favorite movie posters, and it's from it's uh, one that I always thought was just a beautifully shot picture, and it was from the 1989 movie Memphis Belle. Oh yeah, and, I, know, yeah I know what you're talking about. And yeah. the movie poster is really you know pretty and it's it's the guy sitting on a jeep in their flight gear in front of the b-17 i just always thought it was a well done poster and i have that that's one of my favorites um i'm trying to think what other movie posters i have i have one for band of brothers signed by some of the band of brothers wow um i think that's maybe about it though i think that's probably about it as far as yeah, movie I, posters go i have uh I have to dig it. I know some of mine were water damaged over many moves and things like that, but I have a couple that I'd like to get. I have one from the Clint Eastwood movie, Firefox. And it's just a great oh, image yeah. of Clint Eastwood. And he's got this, um, he's got this Soviet helmet, which is just a motor. It's a motorcycle helmet with a red star on, on the top of it. But That's it's, awesome. And, it, and it's got like the, the image of the Firefox fly, uh, plane in the background. Um, but that's that is one of my favorite uh, good-looking posters. Another another one is I have um, it's a teaser poster, a Christmas teaser poster of Flash Gordon, and I don't know who oh, drew wow. it, but it's this wide-angle uh, image of all the Hawkmen attacking uh, attacking a ship, and it's it's printed on um, like a, a chrome finished paper, so it's oh, very, wow. uh, yeah, it's it's really neat looking. I had it. I had it tacked up in the wall in my apartment when I was going to college, and I feel, I feel bad about putting. <laughs> you know, <laughs> back in the day, you just you know you got some tacks and you stuck it into your wall, and now it's like I got to get this thing framed and matted, and um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's uh, that, and that's the problem is like you you get the poster and then you go look at how much it costs to frame, and it's like oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Uh, but uh, good stuff. Well, I I'm, I guess we got a little far afield of the of the movie, but there's there's really it's an easy much. minute to do that with. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we've got otherwise to, we've we'd got... be sitting here be like, well, Jim, when I played with a dead monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with your with your extra rats that you have laying around in yeah. your stainless steel box? Um, wow. Yeah. But we'll we'll get we'll get more movie involved as as the week goes on. So let, let's uh, let's head out there. Um, but uh, while we're while we're here. Uh, where, what is going on with the museum? Are you are you guys open? Or we how are, are we are open, and uh, things are getting better here. And uh, um, we're actually next. I think in the next two weeks, uh, we're going to be having our uh, our docents and volunteers come back. And um, yeah, yeah, we're we are open though. We have limited, uh, you know, only a limited amount of people are allowed in the museum at a time and things like that. But uh, but we are open, and it feels really good to get a little bit back to normal. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Well, um, I know people want to. Go, wh where can they find you online to learn more about you know museum hours and things like that? Uh, absolutely. So eaa.org/museum will take you right to our uh, web, our landing page on the website for the museum. Uh, we are open every day from ten to five, except for you know major holidays. So we're here. Wow. Oh, I got to get up there and see your new Huey. That's the. Oh that's man, yeah, you got to come out and see it. We're actually 
working on it uh, next week. We're going to be putting uh, some of the weapon systems and things back in it. Ours, our aircraft was a gunship, so we're working on putting uh, some of that stuff back on. Oh, very exciting. Wow. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll pick the, more of this discussion up, and we'll probably get back to the movie even uh, next, next time. Uh, for, for folks who uh, have missed any previous episodes, they're always available at the big site, andromedaminute.com, or you can find them, as usual, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, they're out there. Um, but uh, anyway, we'll be back here on Wednesday, so join us then. In the meantime, please stay six feet apart, wear a mask, and uh, wash your hands. It's really easy to wash your hands. So just Sing happy birthday to yourself. Wash your hands. And hopefully we'll get through all this uh, real quick. So uh, we'll see you here next time on the Andromeda Minute. Very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here. <laughs>